Jessica, from early in your life, you've lived in Ukraine. Your, your parents were involved in missionary work. And now you're at Cedarville University in Ohio. Uh, Ukraine, of course, has been attacked. What What's going through your mind? What are you feeling these days? Uh, you know, there's a lot of kind of shock initially, at least, um, you know, in February when it when the war broke out, there was kind of this almost surprise of how quickly things would escalate, even though we knew that something was likely going to happen. Um, since then, some of that shock has kind of worn off, but it's still um, hard to grasp, you know, watching what's happening in my home, but from overseas and seeing it through the news and through um, social media is it's still kind of hard to grasp sometimes like how that's reality and that's actually happening um, to a place that, you know, is home for me and that I've known for so many years. Have you been able to share with uh, your fellow students and and teachers at at Cedarville about what uh, life in Ukraine is like and and kind of what, you know, what people there do and, and what you've learned and so forth? Yeah, for sure. I've been able to share with so many friends um, and professors they've reached out, have been so caring and um, been so just patient and willing to listen and understand. And that's been such a cool blessing and encouragement to me and um, definitely other students from Ukraine that are on campus here, too. Um, We have just felt so encouraged by people reaching out and our professors, like just sending messages or emailing, um, letting us know and letting me know how they're praying for me and my family. Is your family safe? Yes, my family is safe. Um, my parents are currently in uh, Krakow in Poland, working with missionary partners there. And um, my relatives are safe um, right now. They're trying as best as they can to, you know, keep living life day to day as normally as possible. Are you able to contact like friends in Ukraine to see how they're doing in different places? Yeah, I've I've stayed in contact with friends for sure. Uh, most of them have evacuated, um, gone to either Poland or Germany. Um, a lot of uh, students I was at school with in high school have come to the states. So you know, people are scattered, but um, everyone that I know personally is safe. Speaking of of people who have left the country and refugees and so forth. Uh, there's a lot of speculation that, you know, will people go back to Ukraine once this is over, however it ends? Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, um, I definitely think people, you know, it's it's home. And when they're forced to leave and they don't know when they're coming back, it's kind of that that feeling of, well, I, I want to get back as soon as I can. Um, I know I have felt that and my siblings and other um, MKs have felt that, too. But I know of people from my church who have already come back. They left and they're, um, they were gone for, you know, maybe a month or a few weeks, and they're already coming back to our church and, you know, just coming back to their apartments, their homes, and trying to keep going that way. And, of course, you are fluent in the Ukrainian language. Have you been able to do anything with that while in the United States, maybe helping with translation or something like that? Well, um, I unfortunately, I don't know Ukrainian. I speak Russian. I can understand Ukrainian for the most part, but I can't speak it. Um, but, yeah, I, I have been able to visit some um, a Ukrainian church here in the States, and um, I've been able to talk to uh, some, you, you know, Ukrainians here and um, kind of share with them, like, what my experience has been. And um, so that's been really cool. So Ukrainian and Russian are similar languages, and they can kind of understand each other, basically? Yeah, they they are similar, um, but different enough that uh, sometimes it's, it's a challenge for me to understand Ukrainian. 
All right, got it. So if I could ask, and you know, I don't want to get too too nosy here, but when you are in prayer talking to God about the whole situation going on, what how do you pray? You know, I I pray for the leadership um for Ukraine and for President Zelensky that um yeah, just wisdom for him and that God would lead him. I pray a lot for my home church as well as just believers across the country and for pastors that um, they would be able to reach um, non-believers and those who are seeking um, safety. And I, I pray for people who, you know, are unbelievers who don't know Christ, that they, through this, would be able to hear God's word. And um, that's something that has already, like God has already answered that prayer. There have been plenty of people from the neighborhood that I grew up in who have come to my home church and have heard the gospel simply through the circumstances that, um, you know, that Ukraine is in. So that's usually how I pray. So you sense that hearts are more open because of what's going on? I think in a way they are, um, because people are, they're, they're desperate for safety, for, um, stability, and they're looking for answers. Um, something that, you know, the government, the president, the military can't provide. Um, and I think that definitely makes them more open to hearing God's word and, and receiving it. Okay. When it comes to the Russian government and President Putin, what kind of feelings do you, do you have about that? I mean, have, have you prayed about their situation and so forth? Or, you know, what, what's on your mind concerning them? Yeah, um, I pray for, you know, Russian believers as well that, they would be able to reach out to, you know, Russians who don't necessarily know the truth of what's going on. They've been, um, they're being fed like lots of propaganda and fake news about what's going on. And so there's a lot of it is they don't know what they don't know. So um, just, I pray for that, you know, the truth would uh, be like seen that they would hear and see the truth and that um, believers who are already there would be able to reach them and um, that, in some way, they would understand what's truly going on. All right. When you graduate, uh, what is your degree going to be in, and what do you plan to do? Uh, you stay in the United States, go back to Ukraine, or is it sort of questionable right now? Um, I'm studying social work currently, so I'll have a degree in social work when I graduate. Um, you know, yeah, with everything going on, I've been interested in potentially doing international social work or even refugee social work. That's something that um, I think God has placed on my heart, but again, I'm not sure, and um, we'll see how he leads, but um, that's something I'm interested in after graduation. And uh, as far as Cedarville goes, uh, how do you find it as a school? I love Cedarville. The community is amazing. Um, you know, it it's so, like, close-knit, um, and the president, Dr. White, he's so intentional about um, the students creating community together and just through our chapels and the time that we have to study God's word and worship together definitely draws us close as a campus and as students. Um, and it's the, the professors are amazing. They truly care so much about, you know, us as students and um, making sure that we know that we're loved, we're cared for and that, um, and they challenge us to grow in our faith. All right. Jessica, I really appreciate your taking time to, to share your heart with us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate being able to share with you.